Before we dive into today's episode, I want to tell you about a free three-act worksheet to help you structure your story. Whether you're a plotter or a pantser, a novelist or short fiction writer, this three-act worksheet will help you navigate your material and even begin each new story with a better plan. Download yours at nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. Stop getting stuck in the middle of your draft. Go grab this free worksheet, nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. Much of what readers know about a character isn't stated explicitly. It's submerged in the way a character speaks, moves, thinks, and behaves. It's what they see and how they see it. It's what they refuse to see or acknowledge. And all of this is shaped by your knowledge of each of your characters. The challenge is to convey all that's beneath the surface to your readers. Writer Unleashed is for you, a writer who has a story you want to bring onto the page and into the hearts and minds of readers. I'm Nancy Pinuccio, writer, editor, and writing coach, and each week we'll explore techniques, mindsets, and inspiration for writing stories readers can't put down. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's begin. How do we take our characters from their sketchy beginnings and make them come alive? How do we make them convincing? Well, all writers struggle to make characters believable, and I mean all writers. The paradox that we're always facing is how to create characters who behave consistently without being predictable. So they don't do or think things that come out of left field, and the reader doesn't think, well, I saw that coming. Like real people, our characters have habits, personality quirks, and traits, a belief system, a worldview, a past, a history, and all of this governs their reactions to what happens on the surface of the story. But here are some frequent challenges. Characters veer dangerously toward stereotype, or maybe the characters are unique, but they're still not convincing for some reason. Or there's no mystery. Everything is directly stated, and so the reader isn't able to use their own imagination to fill in what's unsaid. Now, this is the joy of reading. Readers want to participate. They don't want to be spoon-fed. When they get to participate, they become part of the story. It becomes their story. They see themselves in your character, regardless of age, gender, geography, or time period, regardless of whether the characters are wizards trying to slay dragons or a corporate lawyer trying to escape the rat race. So when it comes to creating convincing characters, we need to go beyond what's visible. 
Hemingway famously called this the iceberg theory, meaning that what's unsaid must exist clearly in the writer's mind in order for the character to have sufficient depth. Much of what readers know about a character isn't stated explicitly. It's submerged in the way a character speaks, moves, thinks, and behaves. It's what they see and how they see it. It's what they refuse to see or acknowledge. And all of this is shaped by your knowledge of each of your characters. The challenge is to convey all that's beneath the surface to your readers. So here are three ways to go beneath the surface to create convincing characters. Number one. Begin with the truth. Whether we're writing fiction or memoir, we're really in the business of getting at the truth. Not an absolute truth, not a factual truth, but the true experience, the true seen witnessed or overheard, the true emotion. So to create convincing characters, you need to connect your emotions with your character's emotions. Because before a reader connects with and believes in your character, you need to connect with your character first. And so a way to get inside your characters is to start with something true. And the best place to start is with the transfer of emotion, your emotion. This requires empathy, even for your most troublesome, unlikable characters. So what do I mean by empathy? Empathy is the ability to understand another person's thoughts and feelings in a situation from their point of view rather than your own. Empathy is a tool for connecting people. It allows us to be more than self-absorbed individuals. It also helps us navigate the world. It gives us hope. It tells us everything's going to be okay, that things can be different. Now, empathy differs from sympathy, where one is moved by the thoughts and feelings of another person, but still there's some emotional distance. Brene Brown calls sympathy a second-hand emotion. She believes the only true way to connect is through empathy, which means feeling with, not feeling for, feeling with. Readers don't just want to sympathize with your characters. They want to see themselves reflected in your characters, no matter what their situation is. Your readers may not relate to your character's external situation. They may not agree with your character's choices or actions, but they will relate to the emotions that fuel your character's actions. You can't fake empathy. You can't manufacture it. It comes from the deepest part of you. And here's the good news. You don't need to have experienced what your character is experiencing in order to write about it. You don't have to have lived it. All you need to do is imagine your way into it. Think about your experience as a reader. You may not identify with a character's external situation or problem. What you identify with is the character's human dilemma. 
And here's something Richard Bausch said. You write with your experience, not about your experience. Let me repeat that. You write with your experience, not about your experience. Now, you have already experienced the full range of human emotion. You experienced these emotions before the age of 10. You've experienced grief, joy, anxiety, fear, embarrassment, jealousy, shame. You have felt it all. The situations may be different person to person, but the feelings are universal. So trust your instincts. Okay, on to number two, other characters. Just as we're revealed in relation to other people, so are your characters. Conflict clarifies and reveals character. Now, by conflict, I don't mean it's a fight or a contest to get something by the end. It could just be conflicting motives or worldviews. You have not just one character to consider, your protagonist, but all the characters he or she interacts with. Characters, just like people, are revealed slowly over time, and their secret lives surface in these brief flashes, like clues. We see this angle, then that angle, and then that angle. And it's often in the clash with other people, our true selves, the hidden parts of us, rise to the surface. So one way to create convincing characters is to think less about story, less about plot, and more about character and situations. So to borrow from Henry James' advice, imagine, invent, and piece together the situations most useful and favorable to the sense of the creatures themselves the complications they would be most likely to produce and feel. This will lead you to external events, your plot, but it will be more organic rather than starting with plot and having your characters poured into some preconceived mold. Now, in last week's episode, we talked about story triggers and how they lead you to questions that you can then use to write a story. That's episode 116. I'll link in the show notes. But let's say your trigger is wondering what would happen if three of your friends, a couple and a man, let's say, who didn't know each other, met. Well, you'd have to imagine a situation to bring these characters together. It may be a party or a holiday in France, or maybe they've booked the same Airbnb due to the host inadvertently overbooking. It happens. So you'd invent an occasion for them to meet, and then you'd have a reason for putting them together. There would have to be a current situation and a history. Now, characters are revealed in relationship to other characters, just like we are. We have different worldviews, desires, motives, ideologies, politics, etc. So Put your characters together and let them clash. Number three, revision. This is where you really get to know your characters. Getting to know your characters is often a slow, gradual, and cumulative process. 
Just like we can't really know any human being in a single meeting, we can't know our characters fully in the first draft. It takes several successive drafts for us to really know our characters. So it's often necessary to write paragraphs, scenes, and many, many pages that will ultimately cut from the story just to gain some essential insight into who our characters are. You may write several scenes, maybe even chapters that you ultimately cut, but it's not wasted even if you realize it doesn't belong in the story. And that may feel disheartening to cut things, but anything you write is never, ever wasted. Even if what you write never makes it into the final draft, what you learn about your character will be present in the story. It'll just be beneath the surface. Okay, so let's recap. Much of what readers come to understand about our characters exists beneath the language. So to create convincing characters who feel like real human beings, number one, start with the truth, the true emotion. You don't have to have lived what your characters are living through in order to write about it. The best way to reach your reader's emotions is to use yours. This way, actions will feel unique, but also consistent and understandable. Number two, other characters. Create situations where people with different viewpoints, motives, desires, and reactions contrast. Put these characters together and set off sparks. And number three, revision. Revision is a great opportunity to get to know your characters beneath what's visible on the surface. Just like real people, you can't know everything about your characters in one fell swoop. It takes successive drafts. I know a lot of writers try to know all they can before they write the story, and I think that could be a good strategy, but you'll learn most about your characters through the revision process. Revision is exploratory. You know, writing is not a totally intellectual process. It's receptive. You need to trust your impulses. It's a transfer of what's emotionally true for you to your reader. And that's what makes convincing characters. A great story reveals something new. It transforms your reader, whether it gives them deeper insight into themselves or self-acceptance, self-understanding. It may shed new light on something that's familiar. But often it opens the reader up to a whole new world. It shows them what's possible for them. So number one, start with the truth. Number two, create situations where your characters come together. And number three, revise. So there you have it. Thanks for hanging out with me today. And if you know any writers who need some support in their writing, please share this episode or the Writer Unleashed podcast in general. And if you love what you're listening to, subscribe on your favorite listening platform and please leave me a review. Reading how this podcast impacts your writing truly lights me up and helps me create topics for the show. Till next time, keep writing and I'll talk to you soon.